You're listening to The First Gen Coach. I'm your host, Carla Santamaria, a civic engagement professional turned mindset and career coach. As a first-gen immigrant, college grad, and corporate professional, I have experienced firsthand the many struggles and challenges that first-gen professional Latinas and women of color often face when navigating unfamiliar and unfriendly corporate environments. In this podcast, I will share insights for career success and will feature inspiring and successful first-gen women to share their journey and their stories. If you're ready to tap into a growing community of first-gen professionals, you've come to the right place. Hello, first-gen friends. Welcome back to the show. Today, I want to talk about casual conversations that turn into job interviews or that lead to job interviews. So I had the idea for this topic when I was thinking about how if you want to do better in your job interview, in your next job interview, I mean, you really have to start practicing talking about yourself right now. Like, it's not like when you're waiting, you know, you're waiting to apply for a job and then you finally get that application invite, you know, you get that application submitted and you get a interview request that is not the time to start preparing for a job interview. You need to start preparing for a job interview now. So if you actually listen to one of my recent episodes with Demi, I'll link it in the show notes. She talks about how she was able to do so well in her job interviews because of all of the practice that she had talking about herself, which is what we did in one-on-one coaching. And this is very, very similar to something that Nancy said like way back. I think it was like episode 30. I'll also link it. And now that I'm thinking about it, it is also extremely similar to a voice memo that a different client sent me. It's not in the podcast yet, but she said she got the job offer and she did so good at that job offer because of all the practice that she had going to networking events. Excuse me. She did so good at that job interview, which led to a job offer because of all the practice that she had going to networking events. So that is what I wanted to talk about. You cannot be waiting until you have an actual interview scheduled for you to start preparing. You need to start talking about yourself now. You need to practice getting comfortable talking about yourself now. And I say getting comfortable because so many of my clients like freak out at this idea of talking about themselves. But listen, if you want to job job hop to six figures, or if you're already at six figures and you want to just increase your salary without making your entire life about work, you need to get comfortable talking about yourself. You need to get comfortable talking about your accomplishments. You need to get comfortable talking about your skills and what you bring to the table. Let me say that again. If you want to increase your salary without making your entire life about work, You need to get comfortable talking about yourself, your accomplishments, your skills, and what you bring to the table. So that all that being said, I want to talk about this idea of casual conversations that turn into job interviews or casual conversations that lead into job interviews. You've probably heard me say that your next job is going to come from a person, not a job posting, because you can have the perfect application 
and the perfect resume, which I mean, I don't actually think either of those two things exist, but that's besides the point. And still, it is going to be a person who interacts with you and who decides to make an offer. Like, yes, there's an applicant tracking system and there is sometimes interviews you say, I, and there's like a committee and whatnot. But at the end of the day, it is a person who is going to make an offer, not a robot, not an applicant tracking system, not a job board. It's going to be a person. So you need to get comfortable talking to people. And this is why, again, you want to increase the number of people that you are talking to. You are going to get much farther applying to 15 jobs and talking to 15 people than you are going to get if you apply to 30 jobs into the void and then you're like hiding behind the computer or behind your resume. And I know that can be really difficult to hear, especially if you're introverted or especially if you know, like you've gotten your jobs in the past kind of easily and now you feel like you might be stuck in a rut and you don't really know what you want or maybe you know exactly what you want, but it's a huge pivot and you feel like maybe you're a beginner again and you're like, oh no, like how am I going to talk about what I say? Like my resume is not in the place where I want it to be. All of these things can be really heavy on our minds. And if that's what you're feeling, I want you to know that it's normal. And just because it's normal doesn't mean it has to stay that way. You have the power to start getting comfortable with your greatness. So maybe this is what I'll name the episode. Actually, probably not. Maybe it'll be like a whole different episode, getting comfortable owning your greatness. But all of that is besides the point. You need to start talking about yourself. You need to start talking to other people about yourself. And you need to start talking to more and more people. I've said this before and I'll say it again. Like when I job hopped to six figures, I talked to, I went on 35 coffee chats. And from those 35 coffee chats, I actually don't think I've, I've said this in the in the podcast before. I know for sure I say it every time I have a webinar. But from those 35 coffee chats, I got, I think it was seven job interviews, two like two podcast episodes, uh, invites and one speaking engagement. So that was like my first, oh my God, no, it wasn't. That's such a lie. I was going to say that's my first paid speaking engagement, but that's such a lie. I had totally already gotten a paid speaking engagement. So side note, I've been working, doing just some like mindset work. And actually, even as I'm talking about getting comfortable owning your greatness, I've had to really come to terms with the fact that I really already am like a highly sought after public speaker, which is my main goal for 2024. So if you need like a workshop facilitator or a speaker for your company, feel free to DM me and let's get to talking. Um, But anyway, that's been like my biggest thing that I've been wanting to manifest and that I'm working towards. But I'm realizing now that even back then, when I had just started my business, and when I went on this like 35 coffee chats, I... I was going to say that I got my first paid speaking engagement, but that's not true. I had already gotten a paid speaking engagement, uh, I think was it like February of 2022. So anyway, back to the point. Like you see, even with all of the mindset coaching and the strategies that I have done over the last several years, I still need to regulate my self-talk. I still need to remember that, oh yeah, like I actually have accomplished many different things. 
So I kind of, this was not something that I planned on sharing at all, but I wanted to share it with you because it takes effort. It takes work. You need to actually go ahead and write down all your all your accomplishments. I was going to say all your speaking engagements, but clearly that's my homework. <laughs> that is my own homework. I'm going to go ahead and write down all my speaking engagements. Maybe I'll link it in the show notes. Maybe I will actually create like a little press media kit and link that in the show notes. We shall see. Don't hold me to it. Uh, but anyway, again, there are multiple areas in my life and in my career where I am very confident and there are areas where I am not. And I think all of that is very common. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably someone who is trying to increase their confidence or their level of comfort in terms of your career. Like maybe you're really great in health or maybe you're really great in money and maybe you're really great at like relationships, but you could use some support in your career and that's why you're listening. And so I want to tell you, write down all of your accomplishments, write down everything that you have been excited to work on, everything that you've gotten positive feedback on, write it down and read it out loud to yourself. I actually remember, um, I posted this on Facebook like 10 years ago or something. And I know that because I got a, a reminder. I mean, again, I got that super early in my business, like when I was still on Facebook. But I wrote something on my Facebook. It was as my status that said, sometimes I read my own resume to remind myself how great I am. And I actually remember the day that I posted that status, I was applying to like some maybe like a Hispanic scholarship fund internship or something to that effect. Like I remember it was like a big, big deal that I was applying. It was a big organization that I was applying to. And I was like second guessing myself. And as I was writing my application and submitting my resume, I was like, wow, I've done a lot of cool things. Um, I ultimately ended up not getting that internship or whatnot, but that's besides the point. I mean, I'm sure if I were to look back at that time in my life, I'm sure that I ended up doing something else that was equally great, if not better. So the key here isn't that you get whatever it is that you're after. It is that you have the internal change necessary to see yourself for how great you are and so that you can comfortably speak about it to other people. So again, you need to get comfortable talking about yourself and your accomplishments so that you can speak about it to other people. Now, all of that being said, let's get back to these casual conversations that turn into job interviews or that lead into job interviews. I cannot believe that was like a super long intro, but it's all good. You know, I really think that this is valuable and I really love sharing some of my personal examples because I don't ever give any advice that I haven't personally lived. Like I don't really ever either personally lived or like seen experiences that have helped my clients. Like I'm not just here talking in theory, like this is something that has been very personal to me. So this is why I wanted to share it with you. The biggest change in my career came and not just in my career, excuse me. Well, yeah, I think in my career too. I got a director level role right after grad school, which is like unheard of. I was the youngest person on the team by far. 
uh, my direct report was like six months younger than me. I was super self-conscious. So yeah, so the biggest change in my career came with how I thought of myself in terms of my accomplishments. And then after that, uh, when I jumped up to six figures, it I had to like elevate my belief in myself again and my belief in what was possible to me. So I invite you to do the same. Elevate your belief in yourself and your belief in what is possible to you and start talking to more people. This entire podcast, not just this episode, but I feel like every other episode is me telling you to go build community, me telling you to go have a coffee chat because it is so important. Like this is, this is how you succeed, not just in your career, but in your life. This is truly, truly how we thrive as humans. And I know that it can be so daunting to some people like I remember I was telling one of my clients oh yeah just DM the hiring manager and she like panicked she was like oh my god and say what and I was like okay so so we talked about that we coached about that I even you know so I work with my business coach and I obviously like look up to her and I was telling her, oh, I think it's more effective to talk to 30 people than to apply to 30 jobs. And she goes, Carla, if you had told me that when I was in corporate, I would have like refused to do it. I would rather apply to 200 jobs than to talk to 30 people. So I understand that what I am telling you may not be so easy. And listen, not as, and I'm so sorry if you hear my cat, he's like over there howling. I'm recording this uh, outside of my normal setup. So if the sound is a little bit different, you know why. And if you hear the cat, he's fine. He's just like looking for his daddy. <laughs> anyway, um, so back to, I understand that this is hard. This is like, I have felt it. I am someone clearly who loves to talk. I have a podcast and I'm very extroverted. Like I make friends easily. I've said I could talk to a wall. Like I say all these things and I still believe me, like I still understand how hard it is to talk to people to ask for help. Let me give you an example. When I was transitioning, when I was looking to to leave DEI and into like a different area of business, I went on my Facebook, I mean, not my Facebook, on my LinkedIn, and I was like, who has this job? Oh my God, you know who has this job? Somebody that I knew in high school that I hadn't talked to in like 10 years, that I hadn't talked to since I left Mormonism. Oh my God, it was so horrible. I was like, all right, Carla, you can have your pride or you can have a job. So I messaged him and I was like, hi, Fulanito. I know it's been a while. I don't know how often you check LinkedIn, but I was wanting to talk to you about your job. And that was like, oh my gosh, it was rough. And I had a similar conversation again. Clearly like my LinkedIn is <laughs> with... I've had my LinkedIn for a while. I realized I had my LinkedIn for like 10 years. So I I was applying to a similar job and I saw that I had a mutual connection with the hiring manager. And it was, again, somebody that I knew from Mormonism, somebody I hadn't talked to in ever actually like just like we knew each other when we were Mormon but we weren't really friends and we've kind of been in the same circles but we were never actually close but we were connected on LinkedIn and I I happened to be close to her best friend so I reached out to her best friend and said hey can you connect me with so-and-so because she's mutually connected with the hiring manager like that was horrible like when I tell you that sending those messages was awful 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 like I had to like swallow my pride and even just talking about it is like oh my gosh but guess what 
I I got back in touch with the girl who had the mutual connection with the hiring manager. She explained a little bit of a different position. She ended up referring me for a very similar role with a different company that I ended up interviewing for. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is confirmation that like this is the process that works. Like as much as I did not want to send this message to somebody that I was never actually ever close to, but that I kind of had this, you know, like I have a friend who's close to her and close to me. I was like, all right, let me do it. Like, this is the kind of thing when I say that you're talking to 30 people, this is, this is what I mean. And I know that it's not easy. I know that it's not easy at all. And it's still so much better than applying to 200 applications on LinkedIn and never hearing back. Like that's just not an effective job search strategy. So you're going to have to talk to more people. You're going to have to Talk to people that maybe you haven't talked to in a while or maybe you haven't really talked to ever, but they're somehow on your LinkedIn. One more thing about LinkedIn is that I have sent messages. Like I'm not, I don't personally know everyone that I'm connected to link on LinkedIn with. So I, if people post something and I'm like, I don't actually know who you are, but I like this post or I see that you're hiring or whatever. Like I have sent a message that says, Hey, Fulanita, I see we've been connected for a while, but we haven't actually talked. I saw that you're hiring for blah, blah, blah. Like that's 100% okay. If you are a first connection, like if you're actually connected with someone on LinkedIn, you can go ahead and do that. It is fine. It is valid. So really this episode is like how to talk to people, how to own your greatness, like where to find people to talk to. I am giving all sorts of actionable strategies you can use right now to be ready for your next job interview. Now, finally, let's see if we get to a casual conversation that turns into the job interview. Now, I was thinking about the term elevator pitch and What is it? Like if you only have like 20 seconds on an elevator with someone, how can you say what you do? But then I started thinking about people that I actually talk to in an elevator. And I was like, well, let me think about this because when if you're talking to someone on an elevator and it's not someone that you're like that you got to the elevator with, like it's not a friend, like you're not traveling together. You, it's like a casual encounter. It is a, maybe not just casual encounter, like a chance encounter. That's the term that I was looking for. So it is this chance encounter and you have the opportunity to share something and to share something about yourself. That's why this term elevator pitch exists. But guess what? This person can like give you their card or you guys can exchange LinkedIn's or maybe you can all walk together to that person's next destination or your own next destination and set up some time to talk down the line. Now, this is kind of a, an extreme example because it's like an actual elevator pitch, but this happens all the time. I mentioned how I went on like 35 coffee chats and that led to seven job interviews, two podcast engagements and a paid uh, paid speaking engagement. And that paid speaking engagement. Oh my gosh, hold on. Those 35 coffee chats also resulted in a client who then became a really close friend. So truly go talk to more people, please. Uh, anyway, that paid speaking engagement, it was a coffee chat that turned into this like job interview. It, even though it was, it was more like a gig interview than a job interview per se, but 
I thought she just wanted to talk like, hey, you know, like, let's, you know, let's get to know each other. This is somebody who was the uh, director for a multicultural student center. Like, I love my higher ed peeps as much as I could never work in higher ed again. I have a truly like spot in my heart for students and anybody who serves students. So I was just down for this coffee chat and we talked for like 20 minutes. And then she was like, well, actually, do you want to come speak for Hispanic Heritage Month? And mind you, this was in February. And I was like, all right, sure. So this casual conversation turned into a job interview on the spot. Similarly, I've talked to people in, let's see, like I've talked to people or uh, again, I'm using another higher ed example, like back when I was actually in higher ed, I was part of like Florida Campus Compact and, you know, these industries, I feel like everybody knows each other. I used to say that it was like the same 100 people kind of just rotating around the same jobs. And I started talking to someone a few years down the line, that person became my boss, you know, like you just, you never know the conversations that you're having, the impact that they can have down the line. And this is why it's important for you to practice being authentic and to practice owning your strengths and your accomplishments. Because everybody, like I'm sure that if you were to think about right now, like a bro, you know, like some bro-y guy, either a tech bro or a finance bro or a gym bro, whatever. Like just think of a bro and how he's like boasting of whatever it is. And it's like very clear when someone is being boastful from this place of insecurity versus when someone is just talking to you about the things that light them up and the things that they've done and the things they're proud of, you know? And so the more comfortable you get talking about the things that you're proud of and in a way that feels authentic to you, even if maybe you can talk about the impact that you had on other people, that is what really makes a difference in these coffee chats that you're having, in these informational interviews, in these casual conversations, because you never know who's hiring. So actually, I have another story about this. So um, a friend of mine, she's going to be on the podcast soon. She is a podcast coach and she shared, you know, like she was kind of sharing with me about a job offer that she she received and she said that she was also on this like well Carla let me go on these 35 coffee chats and she connected with someone and they just got to talking and she was like and then the person that she was talking to eventually said hmm I might have an opening in you know like the next quarter and so this is what I mean about just these casual conversations can actively turn into job interviews either on the spot or down the line and the way that you talk about yourself in these conversations matters. Actually, the way that you talk about yourself to yourself matters, first and foremost. Like the voice inside your head needs to be a strong, positive voice. And again, I'm not, I'm not pretending that self-doubt doesn't, want, doesn't even creep in. Here I am telling you about when I was, te- you know, the time that I got a paid speaking engagement, I was like, ah, oh, that was my first one. And I was like, wait, no, it actually wasn't my first one that year. So there is definitely, you know, like you're a human, you have a human brain, you have human emotions, you're going to experience all sorts of insecurities and everything that comes with trying to do something new and trying to do something brave. But I want you to remember that 
the way that you think about yourself, the way that you speak about yourself matters. And so if you think that what you have accomplished in your career is no big deal, or in the words of one of my clients, oh, that was just a good idea, so I did it, then other people are not going to have as much insight into how amazing you have. And now that's not always the case. Some people are very, very fine-tuned and really talented at helping other people find their greatness. Like I actually think that's one of my strengths is that I help my clients see their own strengths. Like I, maybe I'm like a really good mirror and I'm like, here is everything that you are saying and, and, or maybe that everything that you're not saying, but everything that I'm seeing is like how incredible you are and you're not seeing this for yourself. So Again, if you are feeling uncomfortable talking about yourself and your accomplishments, just start making a list of everything that you have accomplished, everything that made you feel excited. And again, I I say make you feel excited or made you feel proud or maybe it's something that you felt really helped someone. Because for some reason, when I ask people, oh, what's something that you're proud of? They freak out. And I know it's not just for some reason. I know it's like racism and society telling us to keep our head down and to not use our voice. It's okay to use your voice. It's okay to own your strengths. So again, if you want to do great at your next job interview, you need to start practicing talking about yourself now and you need to start seeing yourself in that new light. And that will help you be ready for your next casual conversation that can either turn into a job interview at on the spot or that can lead to a job interview down the line. So that is all for today. Thank you so, so much for listening. And if you've gotten all the way to the end of this episode, it would mean so, so much to me if you could like screenshot it and put it on your Instagram and tag me at Carla, the first gen coach. And, or if you could just share it with a friend, I appreciate all feedback and see you next time. Bye-bye. Before we wrap up today, I want to remind you to download your free resume template and guide. This resume template is designed to help first-gen professionals like you showcase your strengths, your leadership experience, and tell a powerful story. So if you are ready to make bold career moves, download your free resume template and guide at thefirstgencoach.com resume.